Welcome to the Mama Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gosen. I'm so excited to have you with me today. Here at the Mama Boss, we help women to launch and grow their businesses so that they can increase their income, their impact, and their legacy, make a bigger difference in this world and for their families. So give this episode a listen. We're so excited to have you with us today. My guest today, Cayenne Durham, is an incredible human being and my dear friend since we were in fourth grade. She is an incredible woman who has overcome some extremely challenging obstacles through growing up and becoming a mother to becoming a wife and changing the lives of so many people. She is the founder and owner of Cayenne Beauty, where she helps women to look and feel their best. She is also on a mission to help young men to transform their lives from troubled to triumph. And she is an incredible, incredible human. I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation with my friend, Cayenne, and I hope that it serves you as much as it has served me through just having the conversation. Um, I'm so excited, Cayenne, that we could come together for this podcast. I'm super, super excited for the people who are going to have the opportunity to listen to this because even before we got on, we had some really powerful conversation and I really can't, I, there are some moments I'm like, hit record and ah, I missed it, hit record, <laughs> ah, I missed it. And um, you're just, you're one of my longest time friends. I mean, we've known each other since what, fourth, fifth grade? Fourth or fifth grade, yeah. At long, least a long time. And um, you're someone who's kind of, you've been through a lot in your life. You've experienced a lot of life. You've lived lifetimes of life just in your very short life. And through the challenges that you've encountered, you've really blossomed into this tremendously fierce and powerful woman. And I'm so excited for you to share your voice, share your message with my audience um, of other incredible mama bosses, because I think that your story is inspiring. So I'm going to just hand it over to you and tell us, tell us your story. Okay. Um, well, I grew up um, with a single mom for uh, the first while of my life. And then I hit my teenage years and I just struggled and we didn't see eye to eye. Things were tough. Um, and it just kind of spiraled. Um, I ended up going to live with my father. Um, and he just was not in a good place. Um, him and his wife, they were struggling personally themselves. And it just, I, I had a really tough childhood. Um, I'd say I started, I started out making it hard on myself, but the decisions and the choices that my parents made um, definitely didn't help. So I ended up on my own very early at an early age. Um, and then I decided that I was uh, going to be an early mom. <laughs> so I, I decided to have my son and, um, you know, just try to pick up the pieces of my life as I knew because I had uh, gotten my GD, but I chose that I want to go to, to college and make something of myself, right? I just knew that my life couldn't end there with a GED. I wanted more. 
Um, I didn't know what it was. I started off trying to do like psychology. Then I tried to be a teacher. And then I was like, oh my God, none of this is working. I don't know what to do. So then I was like, well, criminal justice. I know a lot about the law. So it just kind of came natural to me. So I was like, okay, let's go down that path. Even though my life was far from put together. Um, I mean, I just really struggled even into my early adulthood um, with my own personal struggles. I mean, I had a lot of things that followed me, like even just the abuse that I had suffered from a child. And then it just went into my adult relationships. I suffered um, some really traumatic experiences um, very early, early on. And um, it was tough. It was tough because I was, I had a, a child, I was going to school, I was working full time. Like, and I was working in nightlife, so it just took a toll on me, you know, everything, everything took a toll on me and I had to learn some hard lessons very fast mm -hmm. and mostly on my own. Um, I don't think I had a really strong support system um, for most of it. I mean, I've really had to figure everything out on my own, which is a tough way to learn. It's tough when you learn, you know, uh, hard headed you know you just learn by being a hard head and it's like I had to learn everything the hard way and so eventually um I got it together I met my husband I have now and um I realized I wanted my life to look much different than it looks right like he had such grand plans of you know having a family and you know just all these things and I was still kind of in my early early 20s but still living the same way and just kind of free and you know free spirited and just did my own thing and realized I wanted a family I wanted to settle down I wanted you know that little picture perfect life but I had no clue I had so much baggage and so much crap and so much you know trauma like I could not get my life to to resemble anything of what I wanted it to be so it took me on like a soul searching mood, like probably around 25, 26, I was like, okay, this is not it. Like, this is not working. I need to figure out what I need to do to get my life together. So I actually moved halfway across the United States, <laughs> decided that I was going to jump into church. I was going to jump into just all these, um, you know, find yourself ways, right? And figure out what is the best way, uh, how, like, how can I live my life and be happy? Like I couldn't even figure out how to be happy, right? So um, I started going to church. I just started, you know, meeting different people. I started watching who I had around me. I cut off toxic people and situations. I let things go. Um, I mean, I went through, you know, self-help book after self-help book. I just literally, you know, dove in head first to every single, you know, things spiritually and not spiritually that I could even motherhood books like I just did research and I figured out you know how what do I want my life to look like and how do I get it there right so I mean I just I just started and I was like okay well first thing is let all the toxic stuff go um find yourself live in the now be happy with where you're at and enjoy the moments that you have now because you can't change what happened in the past. You can't let, you gotta let, you gotta let it go. And you can't, you can change the future, but you can't be so fixated on the future that you're not happy now. You can't say, okay, well, I'll be happy when this happens, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, if you keep saying when, 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 it's, 
it just gets pushed out. And half the time you're barely taking steps to get there. So it's like, if you're not taking those steps, you have to really, you know, you just got to start, start somewhere. Right. And for me, it was educating myself on how to be a better person, be who I wanted to be and be confident and, you know, deal with my trauma in the best way that I could. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was tough. It was really tough. Yeah. Well, and you have, you've overcome so much and I just, I, I'm curious what brought you to the place where you're like, I can't keep living this way. Something has to change. Was there something that happened or was it a series of events or was it just a feeling that you're like, I can control this. I don't know how I'm going to control it, but I have to get control. Well, I mean, I would say it was just an overall, like I looked at my life and I'm like, this is not life. This can't be life. This can't be what I'm, I'm going to be for the rest of my life. This can't be it. Right. This is it. It just was not anything. It didn't resemble anything what I wanted. So I'm like, okay, let me just totally start over. Right. Like it was a literally desperate, like when I, when I traveled, I moved back in with my father, even like I, uh, left my husband I have now and he was my husband at the time, but I just needed a reboot. You know, I needed to go off and get myself together. Like it took me going off and getting myself and just going in a, a dark little corner, studying, reading things, um, just exploring exploring different um things in spirituality it just took me literally going away and just figuring out who is cayenne what does cayenne want how what what makes cayenne happy and where do i want this to go what steps do i need to take to get there so i literally just dove in and self-help books i i got a little bit of counseling i just i did what if when you're in a desperate situation and your back's against the wall, you're like, okay, I'm willing to do anything, right? Like yeah. whatever, whatever I can do to make this feeling go away. Right. Cause it's just such a sucky feeling. Yeah. And that's what I did. I just, I just explored and I, I dug really deep and I read a lot and I just, I did so much thinking. I did so much self-reflection I did um, just a lot to figure out where I needed to be and what it was going to take me to get there. And slowly the pieces just started falling together. And I met Pete. God put people in my life that helped kind of show me and guide me. And, you know, questions were slowly answered on what I enjoyed doing. Cause I didn't even think I, I knew what I enjoyed at that time. Like I knew so little about myself. I wasn't taking care of myself. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't good to myself. You know, I, I literally was on the back burner and it's like, I think a lot of women, we do that. We just have a tendency to put ourselves last. And then when you get into a real desperate situation, you're like, hold on, wait a minute, this, I can't keep doing this. Right. Like I have to put myself first. I have to start, you know, figuring out who I am and what I need and what makes me happy. And it's like, if you don't know those basic things, it makes for a very, very tough life. Absolutely. Well, and it's, I mean, taking the time 
making that decision to remove yourself from your present situation, I know wasn't easy. No, um, it definitely was not. Definitely but I also not. know that it was probably also at this point, the greatest gift you could have ever given yourself. Huh? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. I just, I think that's, it's such a tremendous lesson because as women, not only do we not take time for ourselves, we don't, we're so busy and everyone else's stuff, especially when you become a young mom, like um, the two of us is you're instantly taking care of another human being. You're instantly, mm -hmm. so you don't even have the opportunity to figure out who you are. You don't mm -hmm. even have the, you don't need, cause you don't give it to yourself, right? You yeah. don't have the opportunity to figure out what matters to you. You don't have, like, you know, this kid matters to you. You know, you want to create a better life for yourself. But it's also, it's not something that I don't think I was ever raised with hearing is like, you need to know you, you need to mm -hmm. take care of you. I, I mean, were you? Is yeah. that, that something? No, I mean, I literally had, I had no, I had no idea where to even start. I don't even think that those conversations and my situation, like I was on my own so early, like I just there was no blueprint. There was no way for me to even like, it was all about do whatever you feel right. Like do whatever feels right. You know? And it's like, you can't live that way. You know, you have to have some self-discipline. You have to do some things that don't really feel good to get where you need to go, you know? Yeah. And it's like, as a kid, you grow up, you never really grow up to be an adult. If if no one teaches you certain things and it's like self-discipline, you know, like I had no self-discipline. I literally did whatever I felt in the moment was best. And I, 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 I literally just lived every moment, moment by moment by moment, yeah. whatever feels yeah. best, how, however the next things come in, wherever, you know, my next meal's coming from, like, I, I had no, not a care in the world. And I was just making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. And it's like, I had to literally step back and be like, okay, wait a minute. I have no clue how to get there. So I need to, I need to invest, right? Invest some time, some money, some resources. I mean, I hate to say it, but if there's not someone there to teach you, you have to teach yourself. And that's what I did. I had so many self-help books and so many ways to, you know, to invest in yourself. It just, um, prosper yourself, prosper your life. Like I invested so much money and into figuring out who Cayenne is, who Cayenne wanted to be, what that perfect life looked like. I mean, I was just, I, I was, but I was fully invested right? You have to be fully invested. And I think before I didn't have a choice at that moment, I was like, okay, this is a crossroad because I don't want my life. I cannot go on living my life like this anymore. You, you literally have the old person has to die and this new person has to come through. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm getting rid of everything that used to be like everything, everyone. I just need to go figure out, okay, what does this look like? what, what is important to me bring, I had my kids with me. I had two kids at that point. Um, but my daughter was very, very young and I was still very, very young. You know, I was still in my early twenties. So it was like, I had, a, and I think having my daughter really woke me up on how I was like, okay, wait a minute. I have a mini me that's looking at me on how to be a woman. 
So it was really some self-reflection there. Even just having my daughter was a big wake up call. Cause I'm like, okay, if I don't even know how to be the highest potential of a woman myself, how am I going to teach this little person to be, you know, the, the best woman that there is. And I'm like, and I knew I was not living up to my full potential. You know, like I knew I had something great inside me, but I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't know how to nurture it. I didn't know how to let it grow. I didn't know. I wasn't even taking care of myself. Like I just was letting it all go. And it was like, I was going to waste. It was going to pure waste. Like I was good at so many things, but nothing ever prospered. Nothing ever, you know, flourished. Nothing ever got better. And so once I took that time and I perfected my craft, I took that time to, you know, to have some self-discipline. I set a schedule together. I, you know, I started making sure that I lived my life with purpose, not out of just living to live, right? Like literally I had to wake up every day and say, okay, what is, what is my purpose? Am I walking in it? And every moment had to be a conscious decision on, is this helping me with my purpose or is this hurting my purpose? Because at that point I was so desperate. It was like, if it's not helping me, it's nothing to throw it out the window. Like I literally started over from scratch to get my life to be, um, you know, how I wanted it to be. And it's like, I met people, like I met uh, the most amazing people to help me along my journey, you know? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I totally see something in them that I want. And I started surrounding myself with people like that. I was like, okay, if you don't have something I want, or if you're taking from my life or if it's toxic in any way, I can't be a part of it. I can't, it has to be a, a teachable moment. It has to be not that I wanted to take from other people, but I just wanted to have a, a support system for the first time. I wanted to build a support system that was actually thoughtful and meaningful and have relationships and friendships and um, just people around me who mattered in my life and who actually added substance. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we can have so many distractions in this life and you don't need another distraction. You know, we have so many. You really need to focus on your purpose and focus on what you're trying to achieve. And it's like, you'll have plenty of distractions. Shoot. We got the TV, the phone, cell phones. We have so many distractions, but try to have as many thoughtful, purposeful decisions that you can to help contribute to where you're trying to go. Mm. That is so good. I, because I don't think, and this is something that I, kind of talk about um, on videos and podcasts and that sort of thing is you have the choice to either be wide awake or half asleep going through life. Yeah. And when you are wide awake, you're full of intention and you're pushing mm -hmm. into purpose instead of just blindly moving through life, letting it happen to you instead of yeah. having it happen. And even the impact that you have on other people, like I work in um, a boy's prison where we, we do treatment, right? It's not a, you do your time and then you go home. No, it's actually you're the young gentlemen are there to receive treatment for crimes that they've committed, whether it be murder, whether it be armed robbery, whether it be um, battery, 
I mean, it could be numerous different um, series of crimes, but they're there for treatment. It's like, you want to be somebody that adds purpose to another person's life or that can help them, you know, guide them and direct them. Like you want somebody, you want to be somebody who can benefit others, right? And not just be, you know, another person that's <laughs> affecting them in a negative way. Like I want to have a positive impact on other people. And it's like, I've worked so hard in my life to get to a place because I needed that. I needed that so bad. I need that positive adult that knew what they were talking about, that knew what they were doing to help feed into my life um, as lost as I was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't have that. And so now that's one of my, my main passions besides my makeup is making sure that I'm feeding into these young gentlemen's lives what I was lacking because they're going to spend their one decision away from spending the rest of their life in a prison. And they're well on their way. They're well on their way. And it's like, you want to be that one person that will get them to be like, hold on, wait a minute. I actually do have a life. I actually, I can change my path. You know, I can be whoever I want to be. I don't, this isn't just what I have to settle with. Like you don't have to settle. You know, I was given crappy, crappy hands. I was given a really crappy start at life. And it's like, I could have... Like all the time I hear people say, you don't look anything like what you've been through. And I'm like, thank God. Thank God I don't look like that. Because I literally, (laughs) I literally don't think like all the time people are like, man, you made, like you made it. I'm like, oh, I haven't made it, but I get what they're saying. You know, like you're still here, right? You're still, you're doing something inspirational. You're trying to help other people. Like you, you're, you know, living your purpose. And it's like, I'm you know, every day I'm trying to get stronger and stronger in walking in my purpose. Um, but I think I do a pretty good job for where I've been at. And I, you got to be confident in where you come from, right? Celebrate your successes, celebrate letting toxic relationships go, letting toxic things go. You know, like you just, you have to be confident, but you got to be humble, you know, and there's a fine line. <laughs> there's a fine line in that, yeah. you know? And it's like, you definitely want to be somebody who adds to somebody's life and not just is going through, you know, not knowing what you're doing and helping them make more mistakes, you know? You know, it's funny that you say that because I remember it was, well, when I was younger, my uh, brother used to call me Hurricane Sarah because I just come in, I mess shit up and yeah, and leave oh, yeah. someone else to pick up the pieces. And it's like, right. at some point you have to kind of look at yourself and go, okay, well, this isn't working. Yeah. Well, you have to, you have to be real with yourself. Yeah. You have to have that real talk and you, you can, you have to have a little bit of thick skin, but you have to be the one to call you on your own bullshit. Right. You have to say like, I had people who were like, whoa, and that, that was a good thing. I picked people around me who weren't like, oh no, you're doing great. You're doing, no, no, no. I wanted people to be like, no, kind. what do you think you're doing? Like, that's not, you know, like, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. Let's think about this. Let's talk about this. Like, I wanted somebody else to call me out on my bullshit because then I could start and they would be like, don't be the victim. You know, don't be the victim, even though it was so easy for me to be the victim. I could have been the victim. I could still be the victim if I wanted to, 
you know, but it's like being the victim doesn't get you anywhere. Even if you have every reason and right to be a victim, it doesn't get you anywhere. And that's not who I wanted to be. Like I wanted to be a conqueror. I wanted to control my life and control where I was going and just have, you know, purpose. And I mean, goodness, I didn't want to be somebody who's like, Oh, that poor girl over there. Like she's just been through so much. No, I want to be like, wow, look at where she's come from. Look at how far she had to go to get there, but she did it, you know, and she's still working on it. You know, she hasn't given up. You know, I think that for a long time, I just, I was scared of failure. So I didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start anything. It's like my makeup, my makeup business. I didn't start it for years and years and years. And imagine if I would have just took that first step years ago. I mean, cause even you say that I was good at makeup from always, always, always. If I would have started from back then and I started, you know, fairly early, but mm-hmm. I would have made I have so much progress. Any step forward is still a step forward. And I think that it's important as long as you don't give up, just keep make as even as hard as it is, you'll feel so much better if you wake up every day and you're like, okay, even though it's a small step, it's still a step forward and I'm still going to do it. You know, just set your heart to it, set your mind to it and keep going, you know, don't stop because the, the fear of failure, I believe is what costs people you know, businesses and ventures before they've even gotten a chance to even start. It's like, you don't know if you have a gift and you have passion, we all have gifts. We all have passion. We all have, we all can be a teacher in something, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. There was something you said, um, about your thoughts on perfection and, um, how we think people expect perfection from us and yeah. what, what they really expect from us. Can you go into that? Because it was so powerful. Yeah. Um, I mean, being perfect, I thought I had to be perfect, right? I came from a family who looked very, very picture perfect. Um, even, even my husband will tell me sometimes, he's like, Diane, you appear to be so perfect. And I do, I appear to be so put together, so well spoken, so well, everything. But if you heard in depth my story, you'd be like, whoa. I did not think that she did that or that was her, you know, because the world has a tendency to be like, okay, well, how do you look? What do you, you know, what do you look like? What are you just how perfect or unperfect you are? And it's like, the world doesn't want you to be perfect. They don't, they want you to be you and being you, no one can take that away. No one can say that that's not good enough because we all have our own special, um, special way to navigate through life and our own views and our own, it's all important and it all, it all matters. It's very, it's very good to embrace who you are and to get to know yourself and to be able to you know, um, just be confident in your little imperfections, even, you know, cause that's what makes you, you and smile and embrace those. And it's okay to, you know, make mistakes and, you know, to admit you don't know everything or, you know, but be, don't be scared to say, okay, I may not know it, but I bet I know where to find the answer or I will find out or, you know, have that motivation. And that desire to be like, okay, you're right. I don't know, but I'm gonna go find out. 
100%. And um, you also, oh, what was the other thing you said that I was going to riff on for a hot minute? That's so good. I'm going to think of it. Um, but also with that perfection, you said, when before we started recording, you said, the world doesn't want you to be perfect. They want you to be you, and they want you to be consistent. They want you to be committed. Committed. Consistent, consistent and committed. committed. They want you to be committed. Because uh, realistically, if you're not committed to something, I mean, you're not doing any justice, right? I mean, if you... I, I was, I was the first person to start a bunch of different activities and never see one through. And it was like, I, I was really good at everything I did. You know, I really was sewing. I mean, it didn't matter what I took on. Right. Yeah. And I would take on some pretty unusual challenges, but it was like, if I would have stuck through with a few of those, like imagine where I would have been, you know, like you just got to stay committed. Staying committed is something that not many people do. Or they fall short, like with, even with my makeup thing, there was a long time, like a lot of times, even now being pregnant so far into my pregnancy, it's like, I didn't, it didn't take a total back burner, but I, you know, I had to adjust some things in my life, but I still make time for it. Like I still take those baby steps. Okay. I may not be taking as big of a step forward because I'm getting ready to give birth. I'm getting ready, you know, but I still am doing little things. There's always some little things you can do for your business, for at home, um, anything to make things better and just committing to it and holding on tight. I mean, that'll get you, that'll get you most of the way there realistically, because being committed is all it really takes. Not being scared of being a failure, you know, sticking, sticking it through, it'll get you there. They say it's what twenty percent strategy, and ninety percent. Uh, or let's see, what is it? I can't remember what what they say, but it's only like certain percent strategy, and the rest is just committing through. And it's like that'll get you there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I remember what it was. The other thing you said, talking about self care and the importance of self care how you do that well you have to i mean as a woman in general our bodies are you know they're beautiful creations right our bodies can do so much but we also have to be careful because we don't treat our bodies very kind especially in this day and age you know we want to eat what we want to eat we want to do what we want to do we want to stay up late we want to you know and that's all Sorry, Somebody, I forgot to um, turn off my, my phone thing. Jeez, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Taking care of ourselves. So taking care of ourselves. So when you take care of yourself, let's see. Hold on one second. Let me see. I know. We want to eat what we want to eat. We want to do what we yeah. want to do. We want to stay up late. There you go. Yeah, we just, we don't, we don't realize how that affects us. And when you take care of yourself, you feel so much better. You feel like you can conquer the world. Like even just sticking with a workout for 20 minutes a day for the last couple of years, like I was just telling you, my pregnancy, this pregnancy is so much easier 
than the others. And I truly believe that's because I've taken care of myself and I've, I've put myself first. And as hard as it is as a mom, as hard as it is as a wife, as you know, all these hats that we wear, we have to learn to put ourselves first and not in a way where all the time you're like, oh, well, I have to do this from, you know, let it be a healthy balance, but don't forget, hey, you come first because if you're not good, no one else is going to be good. You know, they say if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. And that's kind of the case. And you have to have that healthy balance of, okay, I'm going to eat like, you know, I, I indulge, I do, because I, I do believe that you have to give yourself something. But I just try to be more mindful with the little choices that I make. Okay, the little snacks I get. Let me get some fruit. Let me get some apples, some, you know, something a little more healthier. Like, it just starts with little decisions. And then you'd be surprised you want to eat better, you know, because you feel better. And it's like, all that stuff matters when you're talking self-care. Taking a few minutes in the shower, taking a bubble bath even, you know, just doing little, th I do face masks. Like I love face masks. And I, even with my girls, like yeah. if I yeah. can't get a few minutes by myself, I'm like, okay, girls, well, we're going to do face mask time. They love it. They're like, oh, okay, face mask. Yeah. You know, you just have to remind yourself. Okay. And a lot of times women, even, even when it comes to like, um, you know, sexual activity and just, you know, being you right. And with your husband, like a lot of women, I think sometimes they let that part of themselves go where they don't, they don't take care of themselves. Like it's okay. Like sometimes I don't always feel the mood, you know, but guess what? I know how to get myself there. I'll go get in the shower, get myself dolled up a little bit, even if I don't feel like it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you put you first, then it's like, okay, it, it allows me to be able to be like, okay, honey, now I can give you what you need, you know, mm -hmm. let me do what I need to do for myself. Let me go shave. Let me go, you know, jazz myself up a little bit and then I'll be with you. And it's okay to take those few minutes before your day, before, you know, if you got to pray for you get up, you know, just anything, take that, take that extra time, you know, take those moments to work out take the, take those steps to eat healthier you know mm -hmm. you have to be your best you before you can expect things around you to be at their best absolutely absolutely and something that you said that i thought was really fun um that i'm actually probably going to journal and put on a sticky note also mm -hmm. um you said not taking care of yourself is the first of many bad decisions. It really is. It really <laughs> is. Cause just think about it when you don't get enough sleep. Whew, that's a tough day, right? Yes. That's a tough day. You got to grab a coffee. There's another bad decision, you know, <laughs> yeah. depending on what kind of coffee you like to drink. I like, you know, sugary coffees and all that, which really aren't <laughs> good decisions. Yeah. But yeah, it just and then you want to eat bad and you know it just keeps yeah. going. You just Absolutely. you got to take that the first step to sleep well, eat well and you know, move a little more, park a little further from the entrance. You know, just make yourself do it as hard as it is. Like there's ways around and not having excuses. A lot of times we suffer from our excuses. Stop with the excuses. Like as hard as it is, don't don't let your excuses, you know, matter up to anything start being more purposeful and saying nope that could be my excuse but it's not going to be not today absolutely oh i just love that i just i just 
love that how you just kind of give the self-care that perspective of yeah. <laughs> some first of many bad decisions that you just <laughs> it really is <laughs> it's just such a succinct perfect way to put it and it, what's funny is after being in the health and fitness industry for 13 years i never once even gave it that kind of thought and it's like man man so powerful um so thank you for sharing that um you just you're such a powerful powerful woman cayenne and it's been incredible to be part of your life through mishaps and mischief along the way lord knows we had our fair share um but you've really grown in and developed into a tremendously strong woman. Thank you. I always knew was in there. Thank you. And um, it's such a pleasure and a treasure to uh, see how you're feeding yourself spiritually, mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, um, and, and your family and how you're taking the hand you were dealt and you've transformed it into something beautiful and yeah. um it takes a lot of courage yeah it takes a lot of courage you're doing great yeah. things um tell me what do you love most about being a mama boss um i mean i love the fact that I'm able to just be that woman that other women admire or that look up to. I love that I'm able to speak to other women and empower them. Um, I love being able to have others um, look at me and be like, man, if she can do it, I can do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the first thing. I think that so much we doubt ourselves, you know, and we like how you have to change how you react to things right because everything that happened with me like they say what it's 10% um what happens to you and it's 90% how you react to everything yeah and i still have we still have crappy things you know that happen in our lives right mm -hmm. but how you learn to cope and deal and react to those things and how you view them if you view that as a huge obstacle it, that's what it's going to be if you view it as a small bump in the road and okay well this is going to help me along the way i don't know how it's going to help me but this is going to help me right yeah like you have to be very purposeful with your words being very positive you have to be you know just the way you view things you know it has to change and i mean i think this world has conditioned everyone to be victims and sometimes you know and it's like you have to be you have to set it in your mind okay i'm not going to be a victim i'm gonna be a conqueror and no matter what life throws at me i'm going to use it for good you know all my bad experiences that i've had i'm like okay now i know how to teach the boys at the prison where i work you know, now I know when I, when I interact with the women through my makeup artist work, okay, when I go do her baby shower makeup or her bridal makeup, you know, like, I can't tell you how many brides have been on the nerd, you know, getting married is not an easy task. That day is a very stressful day. Mm -hmm. I've had many a mothers, you know, or um, brides freak out and I'm like, ooh, 
you know, like it, it could be a time for ministry. Anything can be a time for ministry if you allow it. And when you enter people's lives, just wanting to make a positive impact and a positive, you know, um, experience, you know, and that's, that's really what I want to strive for. I want everybody who comes in contact with me to say, man, she's powerful in her own way. And she, you know, she inspired me or she helped me or, you know, she gave me a few words of encouragement or whatever it may be, you know, and plus wearing so many hats, we could do it all. You know, moms and women are special people. We can do so much. We can have like four, we can have four kids, work out of prison, have a makeup, you know, business. We can do all of it. Like there's no reason why we can't. If anybody can do it, a mom can. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I love mm -hmm. that. I love that. Where can people find out more about you? Where can they get in touch with you, Cayenne? Well, they can look me up on Instagram under Cayenne Beauty, K-I-A-N-N -N Beauty, or they can find me on Facebook, uh, Cayenne Durham, K-I-A-N-N last name Durham, D-U-R-H-A-M. Um, so they can find me in those two ways. Uh, my website is under construction again. Uh, now that I'm here, I have another little baby. I decided to take some time to revamp some stuff and I'm trying to do a few new classes. Hopefully I'll be adding microblading to the list of some things that I can do. Um, not just eyebrow tinting and you know all that. So I'm hoping to add a few more endeavors to the list. Um, so yeah, they can find me in those areas. Awesome. 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 Well, Cayenne, I really want to thank you for popping on here today, doing this interview. You are just, you're, you're an incredible woman and you've got a lot to share with the world. And, um, I consider myself very blessed to, uh, have you in my world. Well, thank you. I as well. I love what you're doing. You're doing a really good thing. I think this is a very positive platform and just a way for, for women to empower other women. And there's nothing more powerful than that when you can help lift somebody up, you know, and it's like you said before, it's lonely sometimes when you're trying to be, you know, the woman at the top and it's like, but it doesn't have to be, you know, we can all make that choice to empower each other and be inspirational in our own ways to other people and, and just be a positive experience for other people to enjoy, you know? So it's, it's important that we all get somewhere to share what we've been through and our experiences and what we've learned. Right. So that we yeah. don't all have to go through the same painful experiences. Yeah. It's not necessary to, yeah, it's not. If you can shortcut the process, why not? Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> hey there, Mama Boss. I'm so glad you're on this podcast and you keep showing up, you keep listening, and you believe in yourself, you believe in your message, you believe in your vision, and you believe in your mission. But what's happening for a lot of women right now is home can feel really challenging because we're at home, we're working from home, we're growing our businesses from home, we're raising our children, we are homeschooling our children. And now that, you know, we're at home all the time, we have to figure out how to make this whole 
working and mom and thing work more than ever. And I know for a lot of us, before this quarantine, before COVID, a lot of us were even struggling to figure it out as far as like, what does balance look like? What does my life as an ambitious woman look like so that I can have success and I can have the career and I can have love and my family know that they can count on me. And ladies, I get it. I totally know where you are. Back in 2015, I, um, I was experiencing some serious, serious struggle personally. My business was more successful than it, than it had ever been, but I was working 18 hours a day. So I wasn't seeing my kids. My husband and I were fighting all the time and things in my life just weren't working. My business was working, but I was miserable. And I remember one day turning to my husband and I told him, if this is what success feels like, I want no part in it. And so I went through this process of getting clear on what success was for me, on creating systems and structures that served me um, so my business could serve me, not so I would serve my business. And what's interesting about the time we are in right now with coronavirus um, and homeschooling and all of that, still growing our businesses, is we have the choice where we can either roll over and quit or we can keep pushing forward. But sometimes to push forward, we need a little help. And so what I've done is I created a course. It's called the Mama Boss Sanity Saver Course. It's designed to be a six-week course, but I haven't dripped out the content. So you can consume it as quickly as you want to so that you can find relief as quickly as you want to. Um, And through this, you're going to discover the things in your life that are robbing you of your time, attention, and focus. And you know what? It's probably not your kids or your spouse. You'll discover the things you should be doing, the areas to get help, and the things you can do or the things you can toss out like last week's garbage. You'll also find a way to reduce stress, anxiety, and overwhelm almost instantly. And this, honestly, the reducing stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, this whole system that I introduce you to and that I give you has completely saved my life in the last five years, and I know it will help you as well. So if you are wanting to get access to this free course, it's going to be free for the next 90 days. And all I ask is if you love it, share it with your other mama boss friends because we're not okay, girls. We are not okay. So to get access to the Mama Boss Sanity Saver free course for the next 90 days, I just need you to go to themamabosscoaching.com slash Sanity Saver Giveaway Opt-in. You can also find the link in the show notes and um, access it from there. As soon as you put in your information, I'm going to email you your login credentials so you can get to the information as quickly as possible and you can get through it as quickly as you need to. And just remember, girls, ladies, badasses, mama bosses, that you got this. Right now may be hard, but what we can do with the Mama Boss Sanity Saver course is also set a foundation for years to come where you're not struggling like you are today. So enjoy the course. Click the link in the, in the notes, in the show notes, 
or you can also go to the mama boss coaching.com slash sanity saver giveaway opt-in. And I hope you enjoy it. And like I said, to say thank you, just share it with your other, all your other mama boss friends. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Mama Boss podcast today. We were so excited to have you with us. If this podcast was valuable to you, make sure that you write us a review, subscribe, and share it with friends. It's how we grow the podcast and how we help more women just like you to increase their income, impact, and legacy in this world. And as always, keep it classy, sassy, and super badassy. And we'll talk to you on the next episode.